Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. That's right, wasn't it? So he, he did only play that, that one year under you. So take us back to your first ever encounter with a young uh, Echuca born and raised Ollie Wands. Yeah, so with the, uh, as you know, with all sort of young squads, uh, the young boys are all pretty keen during the, the pre-season and to get into it. But then, um, yeah, as soon as the car pulls up and Ollie sort of goes into his quite sort of quiet way and just goes into the change rooms and then this sort of young bull walks back out of the change rooms and uh, that's how he was sort of, he had the size at that early age. Just, you know, he was, he was a really good size and, just led from the front. He was very quiet when he walked onto the track to start his training. But, yeah, just everything he did was, um, yeah, just as a professional from a young age, you could just, it just stood out really clearly from a, from the first first moment he walked on the track, everything he did was a, like he had a professional mindset right from that early age. So, Dave, a lot, some people might not be aware that Bendigo's drafting region in the under-18s is quite expansive uh, in the in the areas that it covers and, and the, the kilometres you've got to travel to try and find the, the talent that you want to invite to come to these pre-season trainings and, and you send those letters out. Um, when you, you mentioned that that was his first pre-season at the Pioneers and that was his first and only year, why don't you think he'd come under the attention of, of scouts before that time? No, you'd have to... Um, I think he played, might have played in the previous year. That was just my first year there, though. That was the only year that I had ah, in, right uh, yep. his draft year. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right in terms of the... Uh, the Pioneer region, it's one of the ones that sort of doesn't get spoken about a lot, but from basically Kiton to Mildura, and then it was extended over to Kyabram. It's just a massive region, and it's a really, uh, it's just all, it's really hard on the young kids from an early age, particularly if they get into the programs from a 15 and 16 year old age bracket, that they do a lot of kilometres, and you know, your hats off to the parents that have to do those kilometres, and even in yeah, in Ollie's uh, Ollie's case, like he's living in Echuca, but he actually went to school in Shepparton, which was an hour from Echuca. So then he had to travel from uh, Shep down to Bendigo, which is about an hour and a half away. Then he'd have to go from Bendigo back home to Echuca, which is another hour back up. So it was a triangular trip that he even did. So, you know, um, Jane and Tony, you know, to do the kilometres that they did throughout those number of years, it's just a massive sacrifice from people in the, uh, the Pioneer region. And you know, hats off to all those people in that region because... As I said, it takes a big toll on families and they're very committed to their footy. And Ollie was one of them. You know, when you're doing a three-hour round trip to get, you know, basically from leaving home, going across to school, coming down to training and then back home, you know, it's a, it's a big night for young for young, uh, for young guys, particularly if they're doing their VCE studies as well. And you mentioned your first encounter with him. We were in, in the first parts of, of your year with him. Did you think, no, this guy's definitely... AFL bound, or did it take a little while for you to, to, to form that uh, impression of him? No, you could tell immediately. Like, we were fortunate because Jake Stringer, that was Jake's first year as well. So we had we had Jake and Ollie that really, you know, they sort of led the way but um, in terms of the talent. But 
uh, Ollie really stood out him from his leadership point of view. You know, the, the, uh, he, he was our skipper for the year, so he led by example on the track, but then even in the games, like just his contested ball, uh, contested ball winning ability. It was just, an, you know, just his uh, competitiveness really had, you know, had him head and shoulders above you know, a lot of other players. And we had some really good wins in that year. And even uh, just his consistency, like he very rarely lost a contest and his work rate, he just, uh, he ticked so many boxes just even that age. He just stood out in the games. Like he was, um, yeah, he was a real standout even as, a, as an 18-year-old. How proud were you last night when uh, when you heard his name read out as I played the audio before when Gil McLaughlin declared him? Yeah, it's not so much more being proud for me, but it just through for Ollie and his parents and uh, for Ollie to, as you said, alluded to, come back from the injury and then having the captaincy sort of like stepped away from the captaincy and then to fight back. I think it would just um, show, you know, just great character that he is and it was a great test for him to be able to fight back from that. You know, like he... He probably, yeah, his early years showed that he what he could do, but then maybe uh, maybe changed up his role a little bit. But I think over particularly last year and this year, he's just got back to his ball winning ability, and I think he probably had a point to prove. There was a lot of people knocking him after that injury, and you could just see that. Uh, yeah, I'm just thrilled for him rather than being proud for me. It was just his uh, his work ethic, and to get back up to that point, you know, after that injury, he may may have uh, fell away a little bit, but um, just true to his character, he would have went back and. He's a very proud young boy, and you could see that the way he spoke about it last night. He's very humble. He just went about his business and got back up there and uh, played really good, consistent footy this year to take off the uh, the brown line. Uh, are there games in that year of under 18s that that stand out for you, where you where you just were blown away by uh, his performance? If you went back through his stats, like those, just so consistent. And I think that's even this year, like his just his ball winning ability and just the consistency. He'd, he'd never have a bad game and. You never have a bad quarter where you just go, oh, you know, he's just dropped away. He's just really, really super consistent. But I can certainly remember one game we had against uh, the uh, the Calder Cannons and we took it home to up to his way. We actually played at Moama. And um, I think the Cannons, you know, they had now Joe Danaher and um, Pete Wright and a few other boys that got drafted in that year. They had a really strong team, the Cannons. Mm. And I can just remember that game uh, at Moama. And people just come up after that game and they've just gone... If that's what TAC footy is about, we love it because it was just such a highly contested game. But a lot of our, a lot of our effort, oh sorry, a lot of our um, reward was on the back of Ollie just around his contested ball. He just brought other players into the uh, around the stoppages and the contested area, and a lot of that was on the back of Ollie on that day. But that was one game I can particularly remember. But yeah, you just walk away going, well, there's, you know, we've just seen probably five, six, seven. There might have been eight guys there got drafted out of that one game. You know, Cannons and uh, and, the, and Ollie and Jake. So, how that game? You just walk away and go, well, there's you know, there's a future of AFL footy right there in those guys. And that was one game that really stood out. I'm going to have a chat to Maddie about this, but but draft night is remembered pretty well, uh, and and he's spoken about it. His dad was on SEN speaking about it that they weren't keen, and he wasn't keen to leave Victoria at all. Um, in the build up to the draft, and I, and it's one of the great things about the, the the NAB system is that the coaches are really involved and the clubs are really involved in helping, along with the managers that they sign with, to prepare these guys for that night. Um, do you remember the build up to that and 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 the desire being as strong as it's been reported on, and that they've even expressed if he really didn't want to go to Victoria, and and then to hear his name read out with that seventh pick to go to Port Adelaide? Do you remember the build up to that night? Yeah, it was certainly, and there was obviously with um, his good mate with Jack, uh, Jack Viney as well. There was 
a lot of talk that they were going to go together to Melbourne. And um, I think that's probably where Ollie would have preferred at that point in time to certainly go there. And it's no disrespect to what Port Adelaide were going through at that period, but they weren't in a really strong phase either. So they probably wasn't the ideal destination to go to Port Adelaide now, where it would be at the moment. If a kid got drafted, they'd probably happily go to Port Adelaide. But back then, it was um, probably not seen as the, uh, you know, the, the Cinderella story of going to get, to get drafted for Port Adelaide. So I probably put it off um, Ollie a little bit to go towards there. And then with um, Jack Viney going to Melbourne, he's a good mate. So he probably had that along those lines of going that way. Um, and, yeah, there, I know there were some, some, some other clubs that were certainly really keen on him, but he obviously got taken before they had a chance at him. And then after that, I think there, even, there was more talk of that as well. Probably Ollie could allude to that a bit more than what I can in relation to further in his career, that he might have been you know, touted mm. to go back to some Melbourne clubs. But now he's obviously you know, stabled over there. And uh, um, But that, that build-up for it's a really interesting period for the young guys. And um, But... I think once he got over there and realised the environment that he was placed in and under Ken and the way they're structured up at Port Adelaide, that he was going to be part of that journey. And you could see that from his performance the following year that he settled in pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, and maybe Adelaide's a bit, close, a bit smaller and he might have might have enjoyed that city a little bit more than uh, moving to Melbourne if he, had a, if he had a went to Melbourne. But interesting period. And, yeah, I know Jane and Tony weren't sort of absolutely thrilled for him to be leaving so far away from... Mel, uh, from obviously Echuca as well. It's a fair way to get across there, so they might have uh, been seeing that as a bit of an obstacle as well. Hey, Dave, uh, I know you've, you've said you're really proud of him. Uh, have you had a chance to, to speak to him? Have you stayed in touch, or do you just send your, your best wishes from afar and uh, and wish him all the best? Yeah, just along those lines, and there's been a few of those, hasn't there, across, you know, he was really quick to get his 50 games and 100, just sort of like his career just... And now you sit back and just admire the way he's gone about his footy in these last few years. And, um, yeah, just been through just uh, just the texts that we sort of just uh, get to keep in contact that way and just to make sure that, yeah, it's just been inter- it's been a great journey to watch him, uh, you know, watch him develop. And I think we saw it last night and you sort of seen all the, the way the, the media and even the social media sort of side but everyone's everyone's thrilled for him, for Ollie. I think he's a, he's a very well-respected young footballer and young man and, and just his, you know, just his resilience and just the way he's gone about his leadership and he's very humble and, yeah, we just can all sit back now and just, uh, yeah, just be, you know, obviously admire what he's done. A young kid from Echuca to go on through to that, you know, just to see those, you know, the first times when they get out of the car and then all of a sudden they now stand up there winning a Brownlow medal, it just hats off to him, full credit to him. Beautifully done, Dave. Congratulations for the role that you've played in, in that journey as well and thanks for sharing it with us. We appreciate it. No worries, Sam. Thanks very much for the chat. Thank you. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.